Hi, wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakali and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program... And therefore, there is like an increasing sense of singularity that's coming in healthcare, in which healthcare is becoming more proactive than reactive, uh, per se. This is a massive transformation. Um, like this was never how healthcare was delivered. So now as things are basically moving in that direction, this 360 degree view of the patient just became like so important to power that. That's after these headlines. India and Singapore will link their digital payment systems to enable instant low-cost fund transfers, making cross-border transactions between the two countries very convenient. India's unified payments interface and Singapore's PayNow network will be linked by July 2022, the central banks of the two countries said yesterday. When implemented, fund transfers can be made from India to Singapore using mobile phone numbers and from Singapore to India using UPI virtual payment addresses. The experience of making a PayNow transfer to a UPI VPA will be similar to that of a domestic transfer to a PayNow VPA, the Monetary Authority of Singapore said in a press release. Apple held a streaming event yesterday to unveil its iPhone 13 smartphone models, which include the iPhone 13, 13 mini, 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max. In India, prices start at 69,900 rupees for the Mini with 128 GB storage. Booking starts September 17th at 5.30 pm local time and the phones will be available from September 24th. Apple also announced new models of iPads and its wristwatch. Tesla's driver assist software called Autopilot, which is being investigated in the US after a series of crashes, has expanded with the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration requesting advanced driver assist data from 12 more automakers, according to Automotive News. The Highway Safety Agency's Office of Defects Investigation sent letters to automakers including Ford, General Motors, Toyota and Volkswagen requesting information regarding their Level 2 driver assist systems in which the vehicle can simultaneously control steering, braking and acceleration under specific circumstances, The Verge reported. Intuit, a company in the US known for its bookkeeping and tax software like QuickBooks and TurboTax, has bought MailChimp, a marketing campaign platform provider, for $12 billion. Intuit, which has a development center in Bangalore, has more than 10,000 employees across nine locations worldwide. Cadence Design Systems, a Silicon Valley semiconductor design company, has unveiled its Tensilica AI platform for accelerating AI system-on-chip development, including three supporting product families optimized for varying data and on-device AI requirements. The AI platform delivers scalable and energy-efficient on-device-to-edge AI processing as the demand for AI system-on-chips increases company said in a press release. PharmEasy, an online pharmacy provider, has acquired cloud-based hospital supply chain management startup Acnamed in a more, mostly stock deal worth around $180 million to $190 million, Economic Times reports. Acnamed, a Bangalore startup, offers procurement solutions to more than 1,200 hospitals, including Manipal Hospitals, Columbia Asia and Narayana Health. The acquisition will help FarmEasy diversify into a broader healthcare platform, according to ET. 
PharmEasy acquired Thyrocare, a diagnostics chain, in June. Innovaca is a healthcare data management platform provider in Silicon Valley, co-founded by Indian entrepreneurs Abhinav Shashank, Kanav Hasija, and Sandeep Gupta. With some of the biggest hospitals in the U.S. among its customers, Innovaca delivers the technology to unify healthcare data and extract useful insights from it. I spoke to Abhinav, who is the CEO of the six-year-old venture, about the company's position at the intersection of AI and healthcare data management. Here's more from our conversation. Abhinav, uh, welcome to this podcast and uh, thank you for making uh, time for this. Of course, uh, you're a well-known company in the healthcare uh, data management, data platform uh, uh, you know, uh, area. Uh, you've got many uh, large customers in the US. For uh, people who are less familiar with your work, uh, I guess it, could, it would help if uh, you gave us a brief snapshot about uh, what Innovacker is about. Uh, maybe talk a bit about how you started the company, what was the problem you were looking to solve at that time, why was it an opportunity? Uh, we'll go from there. Perfect. Uh, firstly, Hari, thanks for having us here. Uh, it's a privilege to basically be talking um, about the company here and uh, uh, it would be great to basically talk a little bit about uh, where we started and uh, what we've kind of uh, really come this far. So. We started off like this was an academic project, like uh, where we started. I think the key theme that we were exploring at that point was data is moving towards the cloud. Um, uh, and uh, there is going to be like massive opportunity of creating uh, a layer of intelligence for most industries per se. And uh, we were doing this research project, um, uh, two large institutions like uh, research institutions, Harvard Wharton were trying to basically bring data together. Various researchers there were trying to bring data together and onto a common platform and it open it up for research and innovation across basically the two institutions. It was just a pain like that people had data in silos, but no one was able to collaborate using like the same uh, sets of information sets. So, so we uh, just basically picked up that project out of academic curiosity more than like commercial interests. Um, three people like who were fairly young, 23, 24 years old uh, and out of basically like uh, academic curiosity, basically we picked that up after graduating from IIT um, a couple of years back. Uh, and as we started working on that, we realized that this is going to be a big problem, not just basically like in the academic space, this is just going to be a big problem for enterprises to solve like all across. So, um, at that point, we basically like um, came back to India, started setting up like a lot of uh, um, uh, the initial infrastructure of uh, what a data platform could look like on the cloud for large enterprises and uh, raised around a million and a half, two million dollars from various investors, including Rajan Anandan and Vinayamanan uh, uh, from JP Morgan and uh, uh, Capillary founders and a few others. Uh, we raised that money, started building out a cloud data platform, which would be like a unifying layer of intelligence for most enterprises. How do you bring all of this data together? How do you open it up? How do you build more and more cloud and modern software on top of it? We built it, we got Walter Sluers, NASA, uh, Disney, and all of those like as our first set of customers. And then we went and met this like healthcare customer from in uh, like Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, who was, uh, and we went and met them and uh, we went met their doctors and all of those things. And we realized that all of these industries have moved so ahead. They've basically made so much progress, uh, but 
your doctor when you go to your doctor the only thing that your doctor knows about you is what you write on a piece of paper and give to them that this is basically my background uh, and it was just insane to see that your doctor basically knew less about you than your retailer did uh, uh, and uh, which was like a pretty eye opening moment for us um, so we had already got into like uh, four or five million dollars of like run rate at that point we shut all of that down and decided to focus like all of our effort and energy into creating like this layer of intelligence for healthcare on cloud uh, that was basically like the starting point of the company this is now been like uh, the sixth year or so uh, that we've been focused on that problem and uh, i think cloud data platform for healthcare is now going to become like a massive space um, and uh, i think we are very well poised to be like the global number one leader um, in that space over the next few years or so 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 that's a little bit of the evolution of where we started it has been like fairly exciting would love to kind of really talk a little bit more as we progress on like the kind of problems etc that we solved too but uh, just given that you talked about the initial starting point of the journey that's where we started Hmm. When you uh, pivoted, uh, I mean, as uh, startup operators and uh, folks in the ecosystem like to say, when you pivoted to focusing on the healthcare sector, uh, what was the first, uh, if I can put it this way, what was the first uh, minimum viable product uh, kind of uh, solution that you came out with for hospitals and doctors? And then maybe later you can talk about what it has evolved into today. Yeah. Uh, so. i think when we made the pivot we had already built out like a fairly complicated and um, strong enterprise grade data platform right like uh, it had components of how do you bring data from various sources get it onto a common data framework expose that as api so that developers can build more software applications right so that was something that we had already built out now as we started basically going to these health systems and uh, large hospital chains etc we started realizing that people did not really have historical context of the patient uh, in general right like uh, if you look at like companies like amazon or even uber or uh, digital companies in general they all of them operate out of this consumer 360 degree view uh, right like they'll create like this three banks and everyone right like insurance companies everyone would create like this 360 degree view of the consumer and then basically build their relationships uh, on top of uh, that information that they have around the consumer that just did not exist in healthcare and it was like eye opening for us that uh, your doctor again does not really have that while they are treating you for at the point where you are like really really sick and vulnerable in some way or form right uh, so i think that was the first problem that we solved integrate all of these pieces together bring them together create a patient 360 degree view for doctors to really have for a historical context you've gone to them like tens of times but every time that you go to them you are really relying on the fact that they'll remember everything about you they can't they look at thousands of patients uh, they'll have to basically go back into files there is like a lot of like waste of time and they could be treating you and you could put advanced analytics on top of it and uh, give them insights about his this patient that is at a high risk of diabetes this patient is um, uh, at a high risk of hypertension and things of that nature while none of that happened right so the first problem that we solved was contextualize the entire platform into a patient 360 degree platform and launched that as the first product it was incredible for like it, 
it was insane like we, when we really got uh, this in front of the doctors they were like okay we can look at this patient and look at all of the historical context on one screen and get insights about this patient this, this is something that just does not exist in the healthcare industry today uh, and so so i think that was a pretty eye opening moment for us um, and also for i think like the uh, customers that we were working with uh, and at this point we are basically working with like 50 of the largest health systems across the us uh, um some of the largest healthcare organizations in the world probably right like uh, and powering um, doctors to have like a 360 degree view and like now basically much more advanced analytics and ai capabilities embedded within it and uh, today what has uh, your solution evolved into uh so i think as we started working with them we started realizing that healthcare delivery is changing quite rap- rapidly right like uh, previously all of healthcare was when you get sick you go to a doctor and they will treat you when you are sick this is changing quite dramatically all of us are wearing fitbits all of us are wearing like all of these different type of devices etc and healthcare is becoming more and more proactive right like uh, uh, you are in some ways you are calculating things like um, how many calories are you eating what your heart rate is what your uh, um, um, blood glucose level is like all of these things are being measured by devices in some way or form right uh, and therefore there is like an increasing sense of singularity that's coming in healthcare in which healthcare is becoming more proactive than reactive uh, per se this is a massive transformation um, like this was never how healthcare was delivered so now as things are basically moving in that direction this 360 degree view of the patient just became like so important to power that right because like based on that you can look at the historical context of a patient and then be able to understand that this patient is at a high risk of some chronic care uh, chronic disease uh, in general right and if you can basically have that understanding preemptively you can then reach out to that patient and pull, put them onto a particular care pathway you can ask them okay this should be your diet plan this is how you should be eating this is how much you should be exercising these are the medications that you should be uh, be having proactively so that they never have to basically uh, go and fall sick and become diabetic at some point just imagine the kind of impact that it could have uh, on someone who could have become diabetic but did not it's just life changing um, uh, right like because once you've become diabetic then at that point it's very very hard to basically like uh, go into a reversal process in some way right uh, but if you are basically at a high risk of diabetes because of uh, uh, like a lot of like uh, themes in your genetic conditions etc and if you are preemptively able to like uh, maintain your diet paths and like all of those things to never get to that stage it's pretty life altering from that perspective and this is just one disease category there are thousands of these chronic um, uh, disease categories that you could basically be a lot more preventive about and therefore live a much um, healthier life so we built out patient engagement mechanisms we built out care coordination mechanisms we built out multiple levels of clinical analytics and ai uh, algorithms on top of it to predict what are the kind of diseases that people can basically like get into how do you basic doctor and uh, patient engagements can become better how does like a doctor and insurance engagements basically become better because insurance is paying for it and uh, how do you basically like uh, have that sort of like engagement work better 
So we've built up like this entire ecosystem of apps on top of it now, where you can use these insights and analytics that have been created and engage patients and the stakeholders of care together so that everyone is working for the service of the patient to keep them healthy rather than treating them when they're sick. Uh, right. So that's how we've evolved. It's an ever evolving cycle. We've now opened up various APIs. We have thousands of developers across um, like hundreds of companies that are building apps on top of this open data platform now. So, so it's become like this, the way Google Maps opened up locational data and uh, really created, uh, therefore the creation of like Uber and all of these things were was possible. Now, because of this data liquidity that we are creating in the healthcare ecosystem, you can basically imagine similar companies being created like on top of this data ecosystem that we are creating for healthcare over a period of time. Um, give us a sense of uh, the scale of operations at uh, Innovaca today. So we are somewhere around a thousand people. Um, uh, today we are from uh, 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 like, um, we are reaching triple digit million um, um, ARR uh, at this point. We are growing 100% year over year uh, in health tech um, or healthcare software. We are probably like the fastest growing company in the world probably at this point. Um, uh, and I think uh, we are in very early stages of what the company could end up becoming. We, we think that there is a possibility of creating a true unicorn in the sense of a billion dollar revenue company here uh, 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 over the next few years um, uh, if we are able to execute our uh, vision uh, in general. Mm. I mean, in, you know, in terms of uh, number of uh, customers, I mean, say cumulatively, you probably have touched several millions of people uh, through the hospitals and so on. I mean, so uh, like, um, our platform has uh, Care delivered on top of our platform touches uh, 30 million plus people across um, uh, the world. Uh, and uh, we have around 26,000 doctors using uh, uh, this across um, uh, the US and other uh, places, uh, major majorly in the US, uh, uh, but um, we are also expanding globally in some sense um, uh, in other uh, geographies as well, but around 26,000 doctors, um, 30 million plus uh, patients that uh, the data is kind of really coming on a daily basis. There are engagements that we are able to sort of like drive. And uh, just because of like how effective this care model basically is becoming, we've reduced the cost of care uh, because it's becoming more digital in some way by a billion dollars last year um, uh, in general. So, so therefore, like the impact has been pretty meaningful. We've been able to touch lives of so many people. We feel very privileged around the fact that like you're making meaningful differences in people's lives in some way or form. And in terms of the way uh, the hospitals and other customers use your uh, uh, platform, uh, are you a pure play uh, software as a service uh, company or do they also install software on premises and so on? It's a pure um, cloud software uh, um, subscription business. Mm. And uh, uh, on product development uh, and uh, R&D, uh, give us a sense of uh, uh, what you do in India and uh, what you need to do in Silicon Valley. Uh. Uh, I think we have a fairly global um, software development process, um, uh, right? We have like product people here. We have product people in India. We think like uh, uh, it's a very 
global organization in the sense that for the same role we could hire in India or in the US wherever we basically find the best uh, person. Most of our operations are basically knitted in that way. Like we have a few, um, like uh, probably 20% of our engineering and product teams are based out of the US and 80% are uh, based um, uh, in India. And uh, it's a globally integrated model. We don't differentiate between like uh, that this role should be in India versus in the US or uh, vice versa. If we are able to basically find talent, like uh, we're very, very global in that approach in general. Uh, so a, a lot of uh, different factors seems to uh, be now really coming together. That is uh, helping companies like Innovacker uh, to, you know, now to get to the point where you're all, you all seem to be ready for the next big phase of growth of your companies. And of course, uh, Freshworks' IPO has caught everybody's imagination. So I'm just, uh, can you kind of think a lot about uh, what you see happening? I mean, what is the big picture here? So I think cloud software is just like in such stages of infancy still, right? Like we are now seeing emergence of these $100 billion like uh, uh, companies like um, uh, Atlassian basically just hit like the $100 billion like market cap uh, uh, in general. You've seen ServiceNow basically becoming that. You've seen vertical software companies like Viva becoming $50 billion in market cap, like Snowflake basically hitting $100 billion uh, or so. So I think like the size and scale of the opportunity is in still very early phases, but you're probably going to see so many hundred billion dollar companies emerge on the cloud um, in general like uh, um, if you looked at the last generation of software which was like uh, things like sap or in healthcare things like epic and cerner right all of this was on-premise software right uh, and therefore it had its inherent challenges, right? Like it was not internet enabled software delivery. It was basically hard and expensive to basically deliver that software. It was very hard to maintain and um, uh, really basically like develop like the next generation of features on these. Uh, every basically upgrade took like years to happen rather than basically like a click of a button the way uh, things are happening today. So I just think like uh, the number of things that are going to be solved through cloud software over the next few years uh, is just massive right and i think every industry is realizing that uh, you're seeing like microsoft and aws really become these trillion dollar hyperscaling giants right and even on that they're just growing at like 40 50 percent year over year right uh, this is just unprecedented scale of basically growth right i don't think any industry in the world is growing as fast as cloud software is uh, um, in general so so i think you'd see like and that and it's fantastic to finally see that we like as India, we've sort of like broken out, right? And we we are sort of creating like category leading, very, very large companies like in the space as well. Uh, and um, like there are so many articles now where we are seeing the saying that the next trillion dollars of uh, uh, value creation in general from India is going to happen in like SaaS. Um, right. Uh, and I, I don't think there has been a better time for uh, operating in a global like software model uh, than uh, today in general. Like people have realized this uh, Freshworks is an incredible example of that. Like Girish and the project superstar is just like, I think it it's holds so true for what he's kind of really done. Uh, right. Uh, and I think that it's just the starting point. We are going to see like multiple companies breaking like uh, that. $10 billion, $100 billion like milestone over the next uh, four or five years. Uh, and the amount of 
it's very very early and it's very very exciting where we are basically like in this saas journey you you spoke about innovacker itself and now in the triple uh, you know digit million dollar uh, revenue uh, so what are your own thoughts in terms of uh, next big steps uh, for innovacker i think right now we are heads down focused on basically creating like um, like world's number one like healthcare cloud right like that's basically like the intent uh, i think we are going to stay private for a little bit um, uh, for sure from over the next year a uh, few years uh, uh, there is like a lot of room to grow this is going to be like a, as i said like we think like the opportunities to create a multi billion dollar revenue company here uh, over the next 5 7 10 years right now we are uh, in the building phase still like we want to basically build like a lot of these like products features functionalities uh, ecosystem around the company um, in general and if you are able to do that uh, the last generation of healthcare software companies like epic cerner athena health etc are like 5 billion dollars 7 billion dollars in revenue right uh, and so when this basically like starts to happen on the cloud you are going to see the same size of like revenue uh, scale companies emerge i think we are very very well positioned to be that company like on the cloud i don't think there are ma- very many other companies that are at the size and scale at which we are sort of like operating and growing as fast as we are uh, right now so we just need to keep our heads focused uh, heads down focused on like uh, growth over the next uh, um, a few years and um, and as we sort of like hit scale i think we will hit like public markets at some point uh, um, but not necessarily in the next year or so for sure we'll uh, leave it there for this conversation uh, and thank you so much avinav for uh, making time for this and i hope to keep the conversation going uh, this has been great hari uh, firstly thanks uh, so much for having us uh, and this is su- a super exciting time uh, for cloud for software for healthcare uh, in general i think um, the opportunity is very very large and um, uh, it's great for us to be talking more about this and uh, hopefully like uh, of someone basically like sitting uh, and hears this and starts off another company like in the space the space is very large to basically create like massive opportunity and wealth creation for so many uh, of the companies over the next few years so very excited about this thanks for having us here from and uh, uh, it was great to uh, be on the show that was abhinav shashank that's it for this briefing you can find all our podcasts on forbesindia.com and on your favorite podcast apps i'm hari arakli thank you for listening